to the Two Space Podcast. How's your week been? Uh, tired. I'm sorry. Long. It's been a long week. <laughs> because you're tired? Yeah. Um, yeah, my week's been basically the same. Oh, by the way, this is Ange. And this is Barkeen. Um, you know, you can confuse our voices if we don't introduce ourselves. So. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, this week has just been long for no reason, and it's longer still. I feel like it's probably just going to feel long until I get a rest day. I don't think I'm getting one anytime soon. Yeah, me either. I don't know. Um, I just I just get away from my work schedule and go back to being normal. But once it does, well, it should be as of like now anyway, but it hasn't caught up to me yet. So. Okay. Well, soon and very soon. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, but anyways, uh, welcome to episode two. Let's get started with, uh... D3 announcements? Oh, D23. Oh, no. Even before that, let's just get straight to the Sony and Marvel nonsense. <laughs> Why do you doing my boy Spider-Man like that? Yo, we finally got a Spider-Man that actually works. Well, no, no. That's unfair to Toby, to, um... He was, good, he was a good Spider-Man by Harlow Peter Parker. I thought he was fine. With, I, I did not. That I feel like that whole narrative is something that people said what years after the fact. At the time, especially during Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2. I barely liked him. He was fine. He just isn't... Right, so he isn't Peter Parker in the traditional sense of how people expect the character to be. Yeah. But for those movies, he was fine. I'm not saying that he wasn't. He was bad. He just wasn't the Peter Parker I envisioned. He's better than Andrew Garfield. Okay, we're not gonna speak about that. Andrew Garfield was had me dying as Spider Man because he was a dick, not because he was funny. People like watching someone be a dick to people. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but he wasn't funny. I. Well, he had none of the characteristics of. of of Peter Parker and barely any of Spider-Man. He was trash. That movie was not. Those Both those movies weren't very good. I don't think I saw the second one. I only saw the first one. You're, you're okay. You don't need to. Yeah. I I, I did want to see what they did with um, Jamie. Jamie was in the second one or the first one? Second one. He was Electro. Yeah. I kind of wanted to see what they did with him, but I didn't care enough to actually watch. Yeah. I don't know. The, I don't know if he was... I can't tell. Because the movie was just so bad to me that it was just hard to like even care or register anything. Like if you're if you don't really if you're not really enjoying the movie, yeah, you're not you're gonna not really gonna. pay attention to nuances of whether someone's doing good or not. You're kind of just sitting through it. And so Jamie Foxx was I don't know he was okay, but I'm just so annoyed by Andrew Garfield the whole time that I just I couldn't do it. Um, I feel you. Um, but now Tom Holland is awesome. Tom Holland is very good. He's very good in, in, in the role. And he's not going to be Spider-Man anymore. And it hurts my feelings. Oh, he'll probably still be Spider-Man. There's nothing saying he can't be Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man won't be part of the MCU if the deal continues how it is. But Sony is completely right in not taking that deal. From what I heard, yeah, the deal was Everyone is so ridiculous. like, Yeah, everyone's so thirsty to try to get another Spider-Man MCU movie that you have to realize... As a business, that makes no sense at all. Yeah. Why would I give you half of everything? One, you didn't even put all the money forward for the Spider-Man movies. So yes, he is a part of your thing, and he did, and the movies did benefit from the MCU. 
but you didn't put that money up to make those movies. Well, I didn't know that. No, Sony didn't, like, Marvel didn't put money into that. Marvel gained almost nothing. Marvel literally was profiting from the Spider-Man movies. So they didn't put any money into it, but they had their own people do it to kind of... No, Sony wise. made those movies too. Yeah, he, they did, but like script-wise, it was their... They had, they had input. So there was input and there was collaboration between the okay. two. But that's not, like, but that has nothing to do with the money. Okay. Whatever, that's cre- the yeah, creative that's side. Creative, so the creative yeah. side is like, yes, the, the movies were good. and But in all honesty, everyone's acting like there are no good Spider-Man movies outside of those. Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2 are very good. And people still argue Spider-Man 2 is the best one. I don't um, know. Sony also did Into the Spider-Verse, which is probably the best Spider-Man. So I thought that's not part of Marvel? It's not part of Marvel. No, that's a Sony movie. Sony oh. made that. You know what? And no one, all these people whining about Spider-Man going back to... My issue is the fact that he's not in the MCU. I don't have an issue with him being done by Sony if they do him right. That's all I care about. I mean, you have to at least, at the very least, give him a chance. But the problem is, creative, creatively, how could they do it when he was so integral, intricately placed in the MCU? Yeah. Like, you literally made him they might just change to, like, the, Tony um, Stark. They might do it into the Spider-Verse kind of thing. But they have to... Well, I don't want to spoil Far From Home, but they have to deal with the ending of Far From Home. I haven't seen Far From Home. Oh, you haven't? No. All right, so it's a good thing I didn't spoil it for you. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a big thing that happens at the very end of Far From One, Far From Home is literally like the epilogue to Avengers Endgame. That's kind of what the movie is. Okay. It's like, oh, where do you go from... They mentioned Tony Stark's name so many times it's yeah, Mr. pretty Stark. yeah it, 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 but it's heartbreaking a lot. i have to i have to watch not it. heartbreaking but you know it's it's like if 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 your boss leaves your job and leaves you in charge oh happy you know so there's a whole bunch of stuff like that so they do there's a lot one much far from home because it's actually pretty good it's really good oh i'm sure it is um, it's just I didn't make it to the theaters. Is it even still in there? No. And I don't think it's on. It's on Blu-ray DVD. It yet. will be probably within a couple weeks. Yeah, I need. I need them to put that out so I can enjoy Far From Home. But it's creatively going in a different direction would be weird because they just set up for another movie. Like literally, they set up the entire problem of the next movie. Isn't that just arrogant? They knew they were in talks in talks about it. I'm pretty sure no one like no I can I can understand negotiating, but there's no way while they were making that movie that Sony think that Disney was going to come at them with fifty percent. That's insane. Well, Disney does what it wants. That's like me helping you out with the bathroom in your house, one of the bathrooms in your house, and then you and then I ask you for half the money that when you sell the house. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. That's nuts. And from what I understood, Sony was acting a damn fool. I just wish they didn't do How? Spidey like All they had to do was keep not Sony. Um, Disney. Disney, yeah. Disney was acting a damn fool. They. I just wish it wasn't. Spider-Man. And it's not even like they didn't have they didn't have anything to profit. They literally had all of them. They have one hundred percent of the merchandising rights in that deal. I really all wish. the toys and everything else that you make outside of the movie. I really wish it was Black Widow. I don't care about Black Widow. Exactly. Yeah, 
I don't even care if she's getting a movie or a TV series. No one cares at this point. I didn't care ever. I, I, I don't. It's not the character. The only it's thing... Scarlett Johansson boring. Ugh, yeah, I can't stand her. And it's funny because um, this week, um, my my brother, my siblings were like, "Oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson. I love her." Da, 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 and I'm just like, like yeah, "Do okay. you do you love her? Do you love the idea of the character?" Because because it was she herself, like. No, it wasn't for Black Widow. It was um for her the movie. Oh, I didn't see that. It was she's like she, it's her voice. It's not even her, and I was just like okay, but they they apparently love her, and I'm just like okay, that's cool on your side. I I, I was like I don't really care. Everything about I've seen her in, she's played essentially the same person, which a lot of actors do. Well, she's played a lot of people of color, which is also ridiculous. Boring. But she's boring. I don't like the roles that she goes for. Every time I see her cry in a movie, it's like, good job on being able to have tears come out of your eyes. But bad job on the whole rest of your face looking like it's like a freeze frame. Like, I, I just picture he's just not that into you. I don't mean, I didn't see that movie. Oh, I, I saw that movie. Yeah, and she, she spoiler alert, um, she was messing with Bradley Cooper in that movie. Mm. And um, you're just like, okay... She You're was doing the most in here. She was boring in Lucy. Really? Yeah. Is that an action movie? Uh, the action is fine, but she herself is boring. boring. And but the thing is, the role requires it to be boring. So I understand why they cast her because she's supposed to be like, I don't know, kind of like above, not above everything, but she's supposed to be in a different dimension mentally than everyone else. Okay. Like she acts. The the movie essentially has her access more and more. Her brain as the. Oh, on. yeah. It's not like the smartest movie in the world, but it's entertaining enough or whatever. And so I guess but she's just not she supposed does. to have emotional reactions to things. Because so she basically does what they pay her to do in that movie? She pretty much, it, it fits her. It fits her, her, you know. I really wish this fight was over Scarlett Johansson and could have left my um, Spider-Man out of it. Yeah. I see people online talking about introducing him into like the same universe as Venom and oh people are excited I don't know why Spider-Man and Venom go together because Venom comes from Spider-Man yeah not as separate entities who have nothing to do with each other I imagine um, if they have nothing to do with each other who cares what's his name Tobey Maguire dancing that's what I imagine when I think of Venom that's what you imagine yeah you need to watch the 90s Spider-Man oh 90s Spider-Man yeah yeah but, um, because that I Venom story is really the good. Venom that's out now because it hurts my feelings. Oh no, Venom actually wasn't a terrible movie. No, I it it scares me. It's scary. No, it doesn't. Trust me. Watch it. There's nothing scary about it. the CGI. Was, is extremely CGI. I, I, I saw the commercial and, and I was like, oh my god, this is so much. No, it's not. It's <sighs> it's an action movie. The CGI is mad CGI. It looks very scary. It's not even remotely. <sighs> I might. Like, if anything, it's a comedy. It's it's a funny movie. Yeah, honestly, it's a funny movie. It's it, you you laugh more the whole time. Scary? No. It's a, it's it's an action comedy that just is a little more hardcore than some of the other ones. Okay. You never even see anything on screen, so. Um. um like I don't even think I remember seeing blood in the movie. Really? Yeah. For a venom? Yeah. Okay. It's like PG thirteen. Everything is alluded to. So okay, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, you he, know what happened. You know he but... killed this guy. You know he did this, but you don't really see see it. Whatever. Hell, they have an entire scene where 
Um, I think they let off smoke grenades. So mad people die in that scene, but because it's hazy and smoky, you can't see what's actually what's happening. happening to them. Oh, yeah. Here's, ah. yeah, it's done well. And the movie is not bad. Like, Venom's not a bad movie, but I don't care. It has nothing to do with Spider Man. They go out of They're not in New York. They're in, like, San Francisco or something. Somewhere in the West Coast. Like, he's not in New York. Venom and Spider-Man don't need to be together. Uh, Disney needs to just... I don't know. Calm their tits. Just slow down. But it's Disney. Disney thinks they can take over everything. Well, so I'm glad Sony told them to go, you know... Mm, I guess they probably said it just like that, too. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Um... Have you heard about other things coming out of D23? I haven't heard anything. Okay. Um, there's a couple things that are actually pretty cool. They have, they, so far we have announcements concerning the, um, the actual parks. We have announcements concerning Disney Plus, which, you know, I'm the very parks? excited for. Yeah. Honestly, who cares? I care. Why? A couple things that are really cool. There's a two-day Star Cruise where you you are part of the story. You, that sounds like mad work. What do you mean mad work? It sounds like mad fun. I would pretend I am Xenon. But for the shows, did you used to watch Lizzie McGuire? Nope. I didn't have cable growing up, so none of that stuff was available to me. I technically did not have cable, too. But you somehow managed to see it. Don't judge. I don't know what the hell my dad did, but somehow, yeah. Yeah, no. So no, none of the Disney shows or any of that is attracts me because I didn't have any of it growing up. <laughs> well, the site's also coming out with, like other things, which is I I didn't expect it to. Like the Simpsons is gonna be on the site. Malcolm in the Middle, um, the Princess Bride. Well, I think Princess Bride is on there. Is um, most of the stuff on Hulu? They're taking everything off. Other sites, other streaming sites, but they're gonna include Hulu in oh, there, yeah. So it's like, what does it matter? I, I don't know, I, I don't understand what Disney's doing. I feel like they're just monopolizing I, what they're doing is they're ma- they have a plan, and their plan starts with destroying like they know what they're gonna do once they finish messing everything up for everyone else, yeah. And so they're like, oh, while y'all are all getting it together after we you know shake up the board, then we'll have our, our thing in place and you know the rest of you can just go you know deal with it they um, just don't care yeah they don't they they basically want to take over that's why they're trying to t- do this deal with sony they're they have their plan in mind and they are trying to work work through it what about um the falcon and the winter soldier are you excited to have them work together i'm not excited about any of the marvel tv shows why because one they screwed up ages of shield at the last moment. Yeah. Which is annoying by trying to make it separate from the end game universe. Yeah. Um, two, which Age of Shield is a great show. Yeah. Um, two, they haven't given me any reason to care about them outside of the movies. They barely give me enough reason to care for them in the movies. Like one, Bucky's boring. He was extremely But he might boring. have gotten cooler now that he's he's had some time in Wakanda. But we don't know that. We have no clue. We the should guys, watch, like, tune in to find out. The guy's a bore. Like he might as well be Black Widow too, because he's. And I like Anthony Mackie, so that's kind of okay or whatever. But 
shouldn't he not be Falcon anymore? Shouldn't he be the new? He captain? He should be like, captain. Yeah. yeah so like, I'm I'm confused about that. And then WandaVision, you don't care about that. No, because as I, I I like um Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, but I don't really necessarily. They just I don't like the combo. Just saying, there's a show with this character is kind of not enough. Well, I, I I like the idea of them being like certain certain combinations. Make I'm I'm happy for it. Um, like she's the with Falcon Strange, and right? no, Vision. I saw a, I saw a poster or something of her and Doctor Strange like they were getting a movie together or something. Oh no, I haven't heard about that one. I swore I saw like a poster or something of them. It, I mean, it might have been fake. It might have been a mock up, but yeah. it looked like it was something that was official about her and Doctor Strange. No, I haven't I haven't seen that at all. Which would um, be more interesting if they ever told us what her actual powers were. I mean, in the comics, they might have defined that a little bit more. In the comics, her powers are completely different. Oh. They're essentially, a, they're kind of like a hyper version of, uh, of probability powers. Where she can change, you know. And that would make sense if, between if her and Doctor Strange got together as a duo because they're both yeah. on the prob- probability front. Well, well, he does like what they consider legit magic. No, he does magic, but he yeah. uses probability as yeah. backing for what in, he does. In the MCU, they made it a big thing about him looking at yeah. outcomes and using time stone for that. Um, but, like, for her, they just haven't... One, she's throwing energy balls. I she's don't using think... them to, like, take off and float. She's. It just looks like some version of energy manipulation that yeah, seems to work whenever the story wants it to work, however the story needs it to work. They haven't really defined what her powers are. She can read minds randomly. Um, she can implant implant memories. It seems like something completely different. I mean, it's a type of energy, and I guess it's manipulating it on a certain level. But I think you would separate like telepathy from, you know, the telekinesis that she uses. Like, is she Jean Grey essentially? Like, what's going on here? I, I cannot tell what her powers are. I all I could tell is she's powerful. That's the only thing I could really think of. But and her durability seems to be way higher than a regular humans. Because yeah. she'd be getting battered around and I'm like there's no way you should be surviving this. Yeah. But I mean that's just superhero movies in general. But what about D C do you care about theirs? Uh D C I don't care about DC's app, but they do have the comics on there. Um the D C shows though. This D C uh, app, you mean right? Well the shows that they have coming out. Like oh. the they have like uh, the, t- the Titan show, which I don't care about. Um, I keep hearing Doom Patrol is good. Yeah, I keep hearing that too. Um, I've seen like the first episode of Doom Patrol. I liked it. Um, I've seen the few first few episodes of Titans. I liked it. I'll probably catch up on it. I, I usually, when it comes to DC, I'm, I'm a DC person, so I love for the most part anything DC comes out with, except for the movies. Um, but they're also coming out with like different animated movies, an animated shows. Sorry, they the Outsiders were the Young Justice is really good. I know I've seen the first two the first two seasons of Young Justice. I haven't well, watched the last the recent season yet, but I do want to watch it. I w- um, a, the first few episodes is them setting up the rest of the season. They kind of do that, like that's <laughs> kind of how the season how they go. Yeah, but I felt like the the pacing has been a little bit slower, and I think the reason why I think the p- 
pacing has been slow is because the character the um the characters that they've been focusing on are so out there for the most part the last two seasons the characters they focused on are, are already in the in young justice Mm-hmm. This time they're not already in Young Justice. This is, these are really new characters. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been like, I'm like, it's like reading Game of Thrones and Jar Jar Martin is just randomly putting somebody in, and you're just like, I don't know this person. I don't care for this person. Bring me to somebody I care about. It was a little bit like that when they had uh, when they started with like, what is this guy's name? The dude with the alien in his back. Blue Beetle. Blue, but Blue was like Beetle was already like part of Young Justice. Not season two. Not the beginning yes, of season one. Yes, he was. And the beginning of season two, they had to introduce us to him. He wasn't in season one. He wasn't, but what I'm saying is that he was part of the team. So everything we were learning about him was through the team activities. Yeah, yeah. They, these people are not. Hmm. But once once you get to know them, you you love them. Yeah. And once you get to a point where um, the I'm, end of the seat, well, I'm caught up. Once you get get to to where they are now in the season, you're just like, okay, I love everything that's happened. But it's yeah. it's a little bit slower in pace. I mean, they um, have to. It was off for a while. Yeah. So they have to like you know catch everybody up. Yeah. But they um they're also coming out with the Harley Quinn show. Of course. Of course, I I would care. Or, no, of course, course that they they're doing it. It's like, uh, what do you mean, ugh? Because it felt like for years and years and years they didn't care about Harley Quinn. I've loved the Harley Quinn since I first saw her on, on um, Batman, the anime series. Yeah, but that's us. Yeah. That's not, like, the general perception of... No one cared about her, and now, all of a sudden, uh, they're like... I don't know if it's the Margot Robbie thing or what, but now they're like... Suicide Squad brought her out. Yeah, but that movie didn't even do well. It wasn't but about doing well. But people really liked, like... But that's not even a really good version of the character. It wasn't the best version of the character, but it was one of the best fleshed out versions in Suicide Squad. That's not saying Current much. Current Deadshot. That's not saying much. Though. No, I I think the reason why you might be saying that is because they didn't really flesh out her relationship with Joker well enough, I would say. Um, they kind of made it a romance that wasn't as toxic as what it really is. And they kind of um, glorified it. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's where my issue was in Suicide Squad because Joker's not a good guy. Joker was not the one that's trying to save her from a, from a, a plane. Joker would be the one leaving her in the plane to die. Well, he did leave her. That's how Batman caught her. Yeah, in the car, but in yeah. the plane, they tried to say it was a redeeming thing. But it was like in the car, it was, wasn't it underwater? Yeah, but that, that yeah. was before. That's how she got on the Suicide Squad. Yeah. But when he tried to break her out, which he tried to break her out, which was another thing where I'm like, really? Joker trying to break her out? It's more like he would wait until she got out to come find That's him. how the older one was. He would just be like, oh, you're here. Good. Exactly. And then he just keep moving as if she what was What took like, you so long? Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. And that was what that was what annoyed me with the movie because I'm like, no, this isn't, there's way too much, there's, way too much taken out of the relationship where you would think it's a good relationship. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's not. It's a, an abusive relationship. And the good parts of Harley Quinn is her learning to live without the Joker. Her learning that her worth doesn't stand in the Joker. That's what I love about Harley Quinn. I 
I've loved Harley Quinn since the beginning, but I didn't really get into her until her books came out, and she was like, fuck the Joker. Do like, that's all gravy, but I don't know why everyone just glosses over the fact that she's a murderer. At the very least, an excessive, like an accessory to a mass murderer. All anti-heroes are murderers. Dead- that is not true. Deadpool? Deadpool is not an anti-hero. He's, he seems like an anti-hero. Deadpool is a parody. A parody? Yes. A satire? That's all Deadpool is, is a parody. Like, he's okay, more of a he's parody a mur- on murderer. He's a parody on anti-heroes. And there's a difference between, like, murdering... Like, Alright, so, in the comic sense of morality, there's a difference between murdering people in the middle of a fight, like Wolverine would kill somebody probably in a fight, or whatever. But he's not stabbing every innocent person in a mall to make a point. Right? Like, the difference between the way the Joker kills people and, like, say... But that's the Joker and she's and in who, a toxic... She's in a toxic relationship. She let him go. She freed him. That's because she... Well, she's she's done that multiple times, yes. Yeah. She is an accessory to it, at the very least. Yes. And she participated willingly. I'm not saying that she didn't, but she was in a toxic situation. And everybody has to die because you're in a toxic situation? No one has to die because of that. But that's that's part of her arc. But people did. That's part of her arc. Her helping him kill people is part of her arc. You see the part that you're making more important than the other? You're taking her story arc over the fact that she killed a bunch of people. So, oh, and it's not just you're it's not just Harley Quinn. Directly. It's not just Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's a story trope that's annoying. Where it's like, like Vegeta. Oh yay, everything's good. The thing, the, re- the thing Vegeta gets over is the fact that Vegeta they wished a bunch of people back from Dragon Ball after Vegeta, Majin Vegeta killed a bunch of people. But when when Boo is about to, um, pretty much when Vegeta goes to sacrifice himself. And he asked Piccolo about going to the afterlife or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you might have, like, reformed yourself a little bit. And you did just do all this messed up stuff that we could probably change with the Dragon Balls. But, dude, you killed millions of people before you even He's had a mass murderer. Yes. And so everyone's like, oh, such a great story arc. Such a great... He's walking around free. He there, There's no repercussion for killing tons and tons of people. The same thing with Harley Quinn. It's the same thing Harley with a lot of Quinn, people. Harley Quinn, honestly, I believe... It's it's not even I believe I her character arc. Comics are notorious for having reformed villains. Like and so so what you're telling me is there's no reformation. When you killed so many people, no, you locked but your you're ass telling, up. You're telling me that Harley Quinn Harley Quinn is an accessory to a lot of she, things. She has actually killed people in the comics. There are times where she, where he's not even available to, to finish his plans, and she will. Because she is. If me on... and you come up with a plan, one that's conspiracy, at the very least, right? Okay. Me and you come up with a plan. You go set up part B of the plan. I go set up part A of the plan. The plan goes off. A bunch of people die, and then we get caught. And then you go, oh, you know what? You were wrong, and this is toxic, and you know you were abusing me, and now I should be set free. But that's not how it worked. That's essentially she came, how it works. No, she came to her own conclusions. I understand what you're saying that it's a it's it's a problem that we 
we we kind of excuse a lot of things that people do in these comics to make them to basically they make them anti-heroes in the way that they want to reform them they want them to be better but it's it's a narrative tool it's not about the logical things that that happen in life you know what i mean they need a lot of stories have the villain turn into the good guy as a narrative tool but that is that's it's it's poor writing when you're not gonna when there are no consequences to the actions that the but there is a consequence for holly quinn what is it she ends up in the suicide squad which is because she's in in jail in Balrog. She's not always in the Suicide Squad, though. She's in the Suicide Squad. In her books are based before the Suicide Squad, so she gets picked up, puts in the Suicide Squad, and he has to work off like her curr- issues. Currently, she's not in the Suicide Squad, and in, and more than likely, she probably won't be in that show. Yes, but the way they play that they even is they were have do it, like that Birds of Prey thing where she was going to be involved in that and she's wouldn't be in the suicide squad there either in those instances they usually try to say that it's before she she was picked up to be put in the suicide squad but at the end of the day they do have her in a jail entity i doubt it I, I, they might not even acknowledge the suicide squad i'm sure they will and that like like i said the suicide squad is not always a part of her story it's, and it's not. I'm not just specifically picking on Harlequin. It's just the, that narrative alone. It's it's lazy. It's as lazy as the narrative that the villain exists because of the hero, especially when sometimes the villain says that, and it's like no, jackass. That's not the case. When if like for example, if you watch Arrow, okay. right? They are constantly saying, "Oh, all of this is the Arrow's fault." None of these people would be here, and none of this damage would be happening to the city if the I Arrow didn't exist. I barely like Arrow. I like Arrow as a show, but that's a stupid narrative because, one, um, a lot of the stuff is, uh, like, season one. All of season one is about stuff that his dad did. It had absolutely nothing to do with him. Was, there were plans in place yeah. well before his dad was even a, a thing. Okay. Uh, Deathstroke. My dude, you were already... Uh, like you were a criminal you were a prisoner like you did stuff way before this guy was around or whatever the Mirakuru thing has nothing to, that was made outside of it. all of this stuff are things that happened before this guy ever wore the hood how could it possibly be his fault that it's happening in his city um, the crime syndicates that go around in his city they've been around for yeah. years and years and years a lot of this stuff is literally stuff that existed when he was still like you know sleeping with his sister's girlfriend was girlfriend's sister whatever girlfriend's sister yeah yeah like it's it's stupid it's horrible it's like when they go oh um all this bad stuff in dragon ball happens because of goku it's like um Vegeta was out murdering people for years and years and years frieza is far older than all of them how is this it's it's a narrative thing they say it in dragon ball but that doesn't make any sense because all of the the villains all of all the villains, the villains except ex- for the, his brother, don't even know he has, exists until he challenges them. And his brother doesn't even know he's alive. He only comes there because he's supposed to be. like it. Yeah, but he's looking for the power source. But it's not because Goku is there. Yeah. No, yeah. Right? It's. Well, technically, the brother no. gets there because he, the, the Earth only... is still a thing. And he's like, wait, didn't we send somebody? That's the furthest. 
that that he really thinks about Goku. It's not specifically about Goku. It's okay. This didn't get worse. It's like bureaucracy. But this, Raditz being Raditz has Raditz being Raditz the way he is has nothing to do with Goku. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. But that that's the furthest that that Goku's yeah. in mind at that point. No, I agree with you that that is lazy writing. I don't agree with you that um, reforming the villain is is lazy writing. Right. I agree. I think reforming the villain is fine if there is a consequence to be paid at the end. But there is a consequence. She is in jail. Is she? How would have any story if she's in jail? There's so many suicide suicide squad stories. But I'm trying to explain. It's but the point of Suicide Squad is one day getting out. But tons of her, sto- her story isn't revolving around being in the Suicide Squad. She's not like Thor or something where it's like, oh, you know, being an Avenger is a huge part of this guy's story. Being in the Suicide Squad is not integral to her character. It's a part of it now because that's what they want to push. But in general, But she isn't that them a- kind of retconning it so that she has some kind of... of um, of consequence it's only for new for new material like okay wanted, but because of the movie the they old, push or... the old material didn't involve suicide squad because at that point they hadn't they hadn't she hadn't earned her place in the suicide squad she has literally in the comics have been in the suicide squad and then out of it yeah but the point of the suicide squad is to get out it's but it's that's why people are agreed to be in suicide no, squad no 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 it's I don't think there's any story where anyone actually works up their sentence. In I, I agree. I, I agree, I, but the point is... I might there. be wrong, but I seriously... No, I'm that. pretty sure you're but right. But I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain you're right. But it's still it's still part of that contract. So they can easily say, this is set in a time where she's already put, paid off her, her time. But she but they're not going to do that. But it's an easy, easy enough thing to do if that's how it's written for their... Either they're going to ignore her being in Suicide Squad, which doesn't change my problem with it, or whatever, with her being the anti-hero, um, or they're going to say it's before, which seems like a cop-out. I don't think... It, I think it works because Harley because Quinn is before, such a new character, you need to establish a, a lot of things for her. She is not a new character. She... Okay, compared to the rest of the of the, the comic book world, she's a new character. They reset their universes so many times that none of that literally matters it matters in the way that a lot of people have an idea of the character in mind but those people don't care because those people aren't coming from the old like either they either you can't have both right you can't be established and then you have to reset reset reinsert the new character the character as they are now because the character has a long history or the character has no history and you have to build a history you can't have both what you're saying is that because what you're saying is is all the old other characters have a long established history. Okay. Right? And that she's a new character who needs to be No, it's not about history. When okay, so when you say when you tell somebody, oh Superman Superman's the strongest character and you want to back that up, right? You go through his history, you you say, Yes, it's been retconned, but it's been said that this Superman can do this, that, and a third. In the history, Superman has done this, that, and a third. Uh, it's, it's, these are what the stats are. These are what are on his rookie card, whatever. You can't, you can do that because he has that history. Harley Quinn does not have that history for the most part. Superman's been out since the 1920s compared to what Harley Quinn's been out since 96. Uh, 92. Um, I'm sorry, plus- I'm 40 years off still disagree because like I said they retconned 
everything. Yes, but they don't take away because everything. They retcon the story, but a lot of times they keep the, the But if, if you're not familiar with a character from the 90s by now, who's been in everything, like literally, like, every, like a t- she's been in the Batman, the animated thing. She's been in a Superman, the animated TV show. She's been in Justice League. She's been in, um, she's pretty much the secondary star in Suicide Squad. She's been in a ton of the DC animated movies. Like she's been, she has her own comic series. She's, but it's still she's literally years. big enough. She's big enough now and established enough now, more than other characters, that she literally gets her own show. They're giving her her own show, right? So. You yes, you do need to establish the version of the character you you want to have, but unless you're ignoring the history with the Joker and the stuff that the Joker did, you have to ignore her crimes that she committed with the Joker, and which they do they gloss over it, they just do all the time. I don't have a problem with that, but that's my problem. I just don't like that way of storytelling because it's like yeah, it's fine watching someone like um. Because that basically like, means you have a problem with almost every storyteller. I have a problem with, with the redemption art for characters who did who do extremely egregious acts. I don't care how like you have to pay for your crime. There are people in your because everyone treats it it's it's fiction. It's a fictional universe. You have to if you're going to be immersed in the story, you have to at least add a little so bit of realism you, in it. So that's where your suspension of disbelief is. Because like it, you just can't get over that that part of the suspension of disbeliefs. That person did not get their just dues. It's just, it's. Are we gonna acknowledge because the consequences have to matter? And if we're not gonna acknowledge the bad things that this person did, why does it matter when someone else bad is doing something and then this person is trying to stop them now? Because you're not even giving that person the chance that you had to reform, right? So. Where's the like? There has to be it, consequences. Give weight to the actions, and when you when you try to say, "Oh, they're a better person now," it's like, but they're alive, but and I all never, these other people aren't. But I never said that it was for me about her being a better person. Now I think it, she's probably the same person she was before. She's just stronger as an individual. And what does that matter? That doesn't matter to you. If it, if it was, if you were in this fictional universe and Harley Quinn and the Joker killed your family in a mall, but that wouldn't that matter matter to, matter to me in any way. It could have been an accident and my family got killed and I would be pissed. There's no way that in a situation like but that, but it's not. I would no, I'm saying it's not an accident though. Like you don't want to be sitting in this fictional courtroom watching this person go, oh, you know, like I'm reformed now. Like, like for example, sometimes they'll. Oh, as a matter of fact, we can still use Arrow. It's DC Universe, right? And the Arrow, he killed a lot of people in season one or whatever. And he is walking around working with the cops right now, free. And and their justification for that is he's a different person. They literally have evidence that he's not... Like, they have actual evidence of him killing people. Okay, that's... But here's the thing. That's not where my suspension of disbelief ends you know me, what I mean? That's me. that's too that's not too much for me to. I'm they like, try okay. him for crimes. They send the, the funny thing is, is that they try him for crimes and they send him to jail, but they send him to jail for something that's not even him killing the people. It's for him being a vigilante, and it's like, but you know, 
It's because at some point they they separate. You know, they try to storyline wise separate him being the guy from season one and two, kind of from the guy. Like at some point he's just called the Hood in the show. Yeah. Like early on, he's just called the Hood. He's not the Green Arrow or the Arrow or whatever. Yeah. And they try to separate it storyline wise. It's a thin story writing, but I get it. For like the three people, or whatever. Like they go, oh, this person was this person. This person was another guy, and this person was is now Green Arrow. The, yeah. You know. Um, Oliver Queen so I get it when you did that but now in the story where they are they know he was all of them they know for a fact they sent a character away in the show because essentially he's supposed to be on the run because they think he's one of the earlier hoods yeah or whatever does that matter anymore why is he still on the run we all know it was you they locked you up for being all the characters and some, someone literally Names all three all three versions of the Green Arrow to, directly to Oliver. It was like, hey, I know you were this person. You did these three things, and we know what we know what you did when you were this person, when you were this person, when you were this person. And yet, he's not only is he free, he's actively working with the cops. They gave him a badge. I believe when it comes to stuff like that, since a young age, I've just gotten to a point where. There is an accountability. I kind of blame... Listen, I blame Harry Potter in the way that a lot of bad and good things are not blamed on the people who do them. So at this point, that doesn't kill my my that's, buzz that when I'm no listening. Sense. Yeah, but that's on you. That's, does that make sense? Does that make sense to you? No, but other people, it, it works for them. So you you're can't not put that on other people. That they're not held accountable for their actions? Yeah. There are literally storyline episodes where the person who's the villain of this episode is mad and getting revenge for him for killing someone else. And they admit, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I kind of killed this guy and that's why he's mad at me. Yeah. Uh, one, and then, and then because of that, this guy kills other people. Now that's something that is on the person. That is on that person. Yeah. It's like yo, like you, this person wouldn't be out here killing people if you didn't kill their husband or brother or whatever. Yeah. Right. So all these deaths are on you, or whatever. But now what you was should the feel reason guilty about. Them? You should feel guilty about. You should that, feel guilty about. I don't. But feel that like... other person also should pay for their crimes. So if you're making this person pay for their crimes for their murders because of the murders that they are committing now because of something you did, because of the murder you did. So it's like, where does that line of logic stop? So where I'm supposed to stop where do we come up people? out the the rabbit hole? It's not a rabbit hole. It is a rabbit no, hole. No, it's a, it's just a stop in logic. You, if you're committing crimes now because of something I did to you, or whatever, right? Like I killed someone in your family, and now you're killing other people as revenge for me killing someone in your family. And I go, hey, you're wrong. You shouldn't be killing people. And then you call me a hypocrite, and I go, yeah, but I changed. What does that mean? Your family's still dead, and I'm still free, and I'm about to lock you up for but killing other people. In a lot, in a lot of these shows, they do try to redeem them. They just don't, don't seem redeemable. Even if you're not redeemable, if you if, say, so if you are redeemable, do I let you go now? A lot of times they try to to redeem them in their in. They their try to redeem them look. while still locking them up. Yeah, but they they eventually I'm, hope that they they would be redeemable enough to yeah. To go so it's out. like hey, oh, as a perfect example, I love that uh, I, that they did this in Arrow show because there is a villain who was a villain who killed people. He's played by Michael Jai White, or whatever, uh-huh. and he's be he's in his redemption arc right now 
where I'm at in the story. Okay. Or whatever. And he helps he helps Oliver and Oliver and he's constantly telling Oliver, Hey, we're not so different. I kill people, you kill people, but I'm the one locked up. Okay. They both should be locked up. I'm not saying they shouldn't. But that's But if I'm reading a story and it's, somebody does something but you can't, that I find I personally find okay, I understand where you were when you did this. And why you did this, and there's a reason you did that. That's not going to stop me from liking that story. I'm not saying you shouldn't like the story or not, but I'm saying the story is going in a silly direction when everything you said just now only applies to one person and not directly to the opposite person in the same situation in the same show at the same time. But that's that all goes by what you're willing to, which hill you're willing to die on, basically. All I'm saying is, you can't have this story about all this stuff happening. It's like in Civil War, right? Or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, sucks that, that Bucky was brainwashed. But this dude's, Tony's parents are dead. Who's going to answer to that? Other than the person that pulled the trigger. Like, is, should we just be letting Winter Soldier but run around free because he was can, brainwashed? But then you We have to do something and- about it. We can't just let him roam free. They they sent him to Wakanda. Roaming free. (laughs) He couldn't roam free outside of Wakanda though. Because they were gonna take him and and hold him help hold him responsible for what he did. But Captain America's whole thing was, I don't care. That's my friend. That's a stupid line. That's why nobody likes Captain America. (laughs) I'm not mad at Captain America. I'm sorry. I don't care. That's my friend. But that was Tony's parents. It was his mom. Okay, then Tony be mad. So. You're, so, all I'm saying is, why does Bucky get the run around? Like, why is Bucky not literally? We can Cause he, cause this we is, can come up with what to do with him once we get him, because we have to deal with the whole situation. Because this is America. But um, yeah, but it's nothing is fair, and it's it's life. Nothing's fair. People get away with shit. All the time. But it's time. not getting. It, but it's, they are getting away. That's basically get, what you're mad at because getting, they're getting away. It's getting away with it because we're turning a blind eye to it. That happens while all still the time. acknowledging it all the time. This is a life event that happens all the time. Look at who's in 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 the highest office at the moment. Literally acknowledging everything, but nothing is happening. We're writing a story, right? I don't see a problem with it. We're writing a story. Don't see a problem with it. So, but the problem, my problem is, your entire story is literally centered around this ideology between these two characters. Most of the time, it's between the protagonist and the antagonist and their moral compasses, right? Okay. The protagonist has no moral leg to stand on when he essentially But no one has says that they do. It. That's yes they do. Because it because or actually we're talking about anti heroes or whatever. And they, for the most part they never for the most part they acknowledge that they do not have that moral compass and they are work actively working to to be or have be a better and work with that moral compass a little bit better. Not fully. For the most part, they're still assholes, let's be honest. But they they don't have consequences. They don't. And I don't have a problem with that. 
So what's the point of any type of, then you can't have any type of tension in your story if you know that there's no consequences for what this person's doing. Does the like like I then I, why then how are they an antihero? They they're just an, a they're just a villain that the heroes aren't going after. Yeah, because they're an antihero. No, that's a villain. If you're gonna let them keep, if they were a villain before, and you're gonna let them roam free and keep doing essentially the same thing that they were doing as a just villain, the but they're way. just but they're just doing it to people who are worse than they were. You're still a villain. Well, Ahsoka is still Quinn, a villain. Like... Frieza is still a villain. Okay, Frieza has never had a redemption arc. Oh, I refuse he, to believe that's his redemption he, arc. He, he has he has taken he has what, what's the word he has double crossed the, them at every point. He has never had a reserved redemption arc. Dra- but what's the what's the end game? Right. The what's only the reason result? he helps them. Is because it's beneficial to him. That doesn't make him an anti-hero. That just that makes he doesn't liter- hinder in them. That, that actually that anti-heroes have that quality about them too. That's not that's one quality of an anti-hero. That's not a full anti-hero. At this point, villain is villain the antagonist of the story. That means Frieza the antagonist of the story. He he does help the antagonist usually. He also helps the protagonist. He doesn't help them. He doesn't hinder them. Uh, he literally is part of the reason why they won that tournament. Because Without him, they don't win that tournament. Because his... Okay, so with Frieza, he didn't help anybody in that situation now. He stayed alive. He took a hit for somebody. Which one? I don't he took a hit for Goku. And he gave Goku energy. Because he wanted to stay alive. So, Goku... But it doesn't matter. Because at the end of... At, but he still but, tried but, to betray so, them but, but at what, one point. So what happens at the end, though? What happens at the end? Frieza's roaming around free to continue, and he literally goes back to doing what he was doing already. Which is ridiculous. I hate that part. But, but he's but not. That's what an, I'm he doesn't come back and say, "Oh, I am gonna do in the good Dragon now." Ball that's Super, the point of the, the anti-hero. The they Ball advise Su- that I'm. Oh, now I'm gonna go do good. No, in Dragon Ball Super and in the Broly anti-heroes movies, anti-heroes don't necessarily do good. In the Broly movie, they don't necessarily do good, but. In the Broly movies, his point is, I will be back to fuck all this shit up. Which is very anti-heroish. No! When the, when the protagonist goes, okay, see you soon. No! That's, that's what, just an idiot! But, but that's what... That's, that but is that's, just an idiot! That's my entire point. Is that the way the protagonists continue and have to deal with antagonists... And anti-heroes, it's stupid. The protagonist of the show should be trying to lock up the the anti-hero. The anti- but they don't because they say the anti-hero is a better person now. Okay, or, but there's a difference. Or, but Goku Frieza literally said that about Frieza. Goku Frieza has said never that. been an anti-hero and is not an but anti-hero. It's what he says, and it's all about how the protagonist deal. The, everything That's is not about what an anti-hero is. An anti-hero is is somebody who's the, actively. Trying to get better, Frieza has never. He's actually trying to build there up his nothing, his his, no. his system again so trying that he can better, st- start again. Trying to be better is not specifically about being being an antihero. It has nothing to do with being a better person. No, not being a better person, but making better choices. I should say it that way. And they a lot of them don't want to be better people. They just want to make better choices so that they don't get in trouble the way they did before. But it's all based on what the protagonist does. If the protagonist still sees this person as the villain, 
they're the villain, period. No matter what they're doing. Because a lot of villains are trying to do better. They're trying to, to, to either do better for everyone else. They believe they're in the right. Look at Dr. Octopus and Spider-Man 2. From his sight, he's not the villain. Spider-Man is. But from Killmonger, they didn't think he was a, a villain. Yeah. Um, but the thing It's would... all... But Killmonger's a villain because he opposes the protagonist. The second... Say, no, say Killmonger... Black Panther 2 comes back out, right? And it... Killmonger is running around the world, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to leave Wakanda alone. It not my beef. It is he not? Full... Is he not a villain? Mind you, his mentality hasn't changed. He's literally just not directly opposing T'Challa. But his his issue he isn't the mentality. The issue is the way that he's going about dealing with what he's upset about. It's the actions. Exactly. But no, no, that's wrong. Because a lot of the time, the anti-hero's actions are almost equivalent to the villain's actions. It's just the anti-hero is doing what the villains would do to villains. They're not doing it to innocence or the protagonist. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. The the protagonist is dealing with whoever it is or whatever. If they're directly dealing with them, they're the villain. You could want to be an anti-hero all you want, but if the protagonist sees you as the villain, you're the villain. You're the villain at least of that arc. No matter what. My issue is, I think it's lazy writing because... It is literally, it it cuts the tension off of what happens, right? Like, if I, it doesn't matter if I know you're a murderer, if I know that this person isn't going to try to stop you. Well, we have to agree to disagree concerning this. I, I guess so, but all I'm saying is I think it's lazy writing. I don't find a problem with it. You don't because you care more about the story and the story progression, but you're, you... You have to admit you're actively ignoring like bad logical fallacies. Like there. But I I think I'm actively ignoring those because those those aren't as important to me apparently as as they are to you. Because you have to have a way bigger suspension of disbelief than I do. Yeah. My my biggest issue about it, it's not that they do it because sometimes they just actively do it where it's like oh you know like we're not gonna specifically go after this person. It's when they talk about it, when you're arguing the I, the idealism of it, right? When you have no moral leg to stand on when you did the same exact thing that this person did. Or, at the very least, you're trying to lock up, like, like I said, if there is a protagonist, an antagonist, and an anti-hero, and the anti-hero essentially was doing most of the same shit that the villain is doing, and whether you need the, antagon- the, the anti-hero's help or not, to stop the antagonist, or they just kind of exist as like kind of like some some sort of chaotic neutral character. If you're the protagonist and you're not gonna go after the person, like you can't be going after one person for killing people and not going after another person for killing people. You can't have a story revolved around a person who used to kill people to stop other people who used to kill people. It, like, you can, you just don't like that they do. I don't like that they do because there's no. Why is this person not in jail? That's a hard thing to write around. When you're when you have to you acknowledge the You put them the in jail you know. as of the Suicide Squad. She's in jail. You just don't don't like that particular storyline. Let's say I agree with you specifically for Harley Quinn. How do you explain anyone else? I don't care about anybody else. Vegeta. 
I, I've never been a Vegeta stan. Uh, I've been a Trunks stan. Well, it's good. There's just a ton of things you can use where it's like, oh, this person used to kill people and now they don't. A lot of people used to kill people and now they don't. And they should be in, in jail for it. In the comic book universe. If you are the protagonist, you should stop they, that person. My problem with some things like Arrow is the protagonist is the guy who used to kill people. Like, you're the main character. You used to kill people. You need to be locked up for killing these people that we know and have evidence and proof and even your admittance of killing people. There's literally nothing legally saying we shouldn't be locking you up for killing people. Yeah. It's not even like he was tried for the crimes and they let him go and they can't, it's double, double, double jeopardy. jeopardy. No, he wasn't even tried for those crimes. They locked him up for something completely different. Oh. And now he's working for the cops. <laughs> like, gay. That makes no sense. I have no problem with it. It just doesn't add up. And then you got Flash, same universe, a couple miles away in a different city, blaming himself for every single thing he has nothing to do with or whatever. That show is all about fate. Essentially, a bunch of the stuff that happens in that city is technically because of the Flash, but it's not. But th basically, what you're telling me, it all depends on the personality. No, that's that show literally revolves around fate. It's almost like the whole door thing. No, that's not what I where mean. Where it's like there's a... There's a uh, 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 kind of like a time loop where no things are going to yes. happen no matter what. But what I'm saying is the Flash's personality, Barry Allen's personality is completely different from Arrow's personality. But the show is continuing. It, it's that whole oh, this stuff exists because of me so it's my responsibility. And then the show acting on it. It's okay. one thing to, for a character to say something or believe it. It's another thing for your actual storyline and the actions of everyone well, around you writers. to follow that. So you'd rather, you like the the Flash writers better than the Arrow writers, basically. I think they're both flawed because of that. I think there's going to be flaws in Because everything. I don't like either one of those things. It's one thing, like, at some point, like, I think there was at some point in the most current season where Flash tells somebody that, no, what they did is on them, not on you. Like, that's that, their actions. You didn't tell them to do that. It finally happened. I was like, man, it's been like four or five seasons. He finally told somebody, no, that's not mine. You did that. You did this. You did that. Because they did. You can't be yelling at me for you spilling tea in your house when I'm home, in my house. I feel like I still would. That, that, that means we must, it must be time to end this. <laughs> Tea. I'm not even there. Well, you're breathing. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I would find a way. <laughs> like, where, where does free will come in? Right? At some point, there's free will. Um, which is weird because Flash is. They do a really. They, they do a, a weird job of saying things aren't free will. Like, there's all this whole destiny and time being set. One, they time travel too much. They need to slow down. They time travel way too much. Mm. Like, to the point where. This last season, someone's time traveling at the beginning or end of every episode. Like, once an episode, someone time travels. Yes. Or whatever. And it's like, the person literally just going back and forth to the future. Or dimension or whatever. hops. To... Uh, the world hopping is, to me, the t uh, dimensional hopping is a lot better than time travel. Time travel, especially in a show like The Flash, that every time he goes to the past, that shit changes. Like, for you to use but time not every travel time. in that way. Not every time. Oddly enough, sometimes things should change, and then they don't. Yeah. But not every time. But 
it's it's a situation where how much do you how far outside of the it's how important it is to the story story because they'll do something yourself no it's just sometimes they'll do they'll do something and it's like because it's like it's like the last time you did something extremely similar we literally had a universe changing thing yeah and now you did it and it's like it's nothing yeah, means it makes no difference. It's you have to realize that if you want to watch something, there's gonna be there's gonna be things you don't agree with. There's gonna be things you don't you do agree. But with. it's hard to watch that when the whole season is about it, or the whole storyline is about it, and it doesn't make sense from the beginning. If me and you argue about something, and then the storyline, like Captain America: Civil War, a lot of that makes no sense, and you have to deal with something that makes no sense for the entire movie, and they just keep piling on nonsensical things on top of an argument that makes no sense how do I, how am i supposed to be invested or care i can't relate to it doesn't make any sense because bucky should have been locked up i don't believe so captain america's whole thing i would have been captain america in that situation captain america's entire thing was no one do anything and we just react now should where the gov- i don't believe the government was right at all but he didn't even, from the second he heard about what it was, he didn't even read it. He was just like, no. I'm with you. I'm with you, Cap. And I'm like, dude, you are the same dude who over and over and over are yelling at people about following rules. Yeah, but he also said... But the second he didn't like them, he didn't want to follow them. Yeah, he also said that he, he... But he felt like the government was bullying people into signing this, which they were... But he didn't even talk about it. He didn't discuss it. He didn't negotiate it. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you in, in the way that he didn't try to change it. But I also don't think that they would have changed it if, if he did try. Or whatever. They threw it down from, like, did you even read it? I don't need to. What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, you do. You do need to read it. Like, you, th- there, need, there did need to be some accountability. They, one, they literally... Th- for starters, your name is Captain America, and you're going and destroying a lot of property on in, in its in international places. Like, dude, the, the world is bigger than you, and you run around wearing that shield. Kind of doesn't look too good. Mm, you stop wearing the shield. I like. The, I I understand where you're coming from, but that does not that does not bring me back. You know what I mean? That doesn't bring me back from what I'm watching. I I'm good still in that it's just it can it to me it can bother me a little bit because it's like the second you find a flaw in the very first thing that they tell you every yes. single time they keep going and then they keep harping on it yeah or going back to it yeah or like or even worse is if the another sp- character sp- if another character is sokovia if another character is making a way more logical argument than you pay attention to what it's just saying. hard to watch a show when one person is just being stupid and the other person's like, stop being stupid. And but it's like, not about being stupid, it's being loyal. That's, that was, it's stupid. You can be both. It's stupid You can to be both. You. Yes, you can, you be, can both. be both. That's what he I'm was, saying. He was being loyal, and his loyalty was stupid. Okay, but that's to you. His loyalty was stupid. I'm, I, as someone who can be very loyal to a fault. Fault. That's I'm not saying word. that's not a fault. But that's. And, I'm and I and I did agree that it's stupid. I'm not saying it's not. I understand where he's coming from, and I'm with him in where he's coming from. 
It just is what it is. This is this is the this is the hill I'ma die on, and I'ma get comfortable in that motherfucker. You need to at least think it through, negotiate, no. have a plan. I'm Something. not saying I'm not saying that. No. I'm not saying the you're leader, wrong. The leader of a country. I am not the, saying the you're leader, wrong. The leader of a country, an extremely powerful country, just was killed by that guy right there. Yeah. I don't care who that guy is right there. I don't care how much you know him, but he just set up a bomb, and the leader of one of the most powerful countries in the world just died. Yeah, but it, and it you're ended like, up being that guy. And you don't even want to bring the dude in. At the end of the day, the reason why they even looked for somebody, they found somebody else because it wasn't why they looked for him. The reason why they found somebody else was because of the fact that they didn't bring him in. So I'm not mad at it. We got down to the middle of it. Yes, he did other things. Yes, he's wrong for those other things. But at the end of the day, I don't see that it is as much of a flaw in the way that we got down to who really did it. But you know how much that would have been easier to do if they had just brought him in? They wouldn't have done they had, it. They had to find everything out in spite of him not being there. They they wouldn't have done it. Once they got their man, they wouldn't have been looking for anybody else. There was literally nothing that they found out throughout that movie that they couldn't have found out with Bucky. No, I agree, but they wouldn't have been looking. They wouldn't. The minute Bucky came into thing, oh yeah, this this is just it. Hey, but Captain America don't know that. Captain America knows that. Everybody he knows that. He didn't know that. Everybody knows Captain that. Captain America didn't even know he was alive till he saw that. Till he saw him there. Nah. On the roof. Nah. Until he saw him on the roof, he didn't even know he was alive. So how would he know that? The, because he, Captain America because, was chasing him to bring him in. Because that first scene where they're running on the roof and he's busting through the, the through the walls. He's chasing him to bring him in. At he doesn't even point, know this guy's alive. he's emotionally invested. He, he's not because he doesn't know. Until, not at that until point. Until Bucky when, throws the shield back at him. When he sees Bucky, he's emotionally invested. And he's like, if I bring this dude in, we're not going to find out anything else. He doesn't know that. He literally Everybody know knows that. that. That's just how the, how our government works. He doesn't know. But he do, Captain America does not know that. No. At that point in the story, he doesn't know that. He's just, oh, that's my friend. I'm going to let him go. I would have done the same. With that said, we're going to agree to disagree. And we're going to go, we're going to leave you guys for the week with food for thought. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that it's more important to keep the realism in? Yes, I'm doing air quotes because I don't believe. Um... Or is it is it important to the narrative to just allow it to happen? Right. If you guys want to respond to that, either on Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, just respond. Um, we are at uh, Two Space Podcast on all of those things. Facebook. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we... we monitor it so we will be looking okay what is the extent of your suspension of disbelief yes exactly are you more like me where mine is nine thousand and beyond or are you like varkeem where everything has to be kind not of real everything. not everything there's a for line. the most part there's a line there's a line yeah there's a line it's yeah. it's, it's quite low though yeah it, like i said actions are one thing but 
when you start writing your dialogue, man, and you start having these people say things that make no damn sense. Just for, just let us know how you feel, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Um, my name is Angie. This is Parking. And have a good week. Thank you.